0: If God did not flood the earth in Noah's time, then God will not judge the earth with fire and end history as he promised, because the same God that began everything took control of his wayward creation and judged the earth and started over again with Noah as the same God who will end all things as he promised in the book of the Revelation. The biblical record is complete with what we're looking at in chapter 6 of Genesis, a first-hand account of that hydrodynamic convulsion. You say, what's that? That's when God totally destroyed the earth with water. Whatever geological problems might be suggested by by all the the brilliant and and, and well-researched geologists, there is no doubt that the Bible asserts that there can be no question that if the Bible, the word of God is true, Then the Genesis flood was no less than a world-covering cataclysmic judgment of God. Now, the reason I say that is there's a growing number of Christian books that have relegated the flood to being kind of like what the Mississippi did a couple years ago in 93 or whenever it was. Remember, you know, it just really flooded and all the pictures and we were looking down and square miles were flooded. And they say that was the flood. But the description we're going to look at tonight and, and next time we're together in the Bible does not warrant... localized flood it's a global catastrophe that destroyed all the hundreds of millions if not billions of people well because we're living in a world that doesn't particularly like God's intervention because if he intervened once he might intervene again right and if he's powerful enough to intervene he might even keep track of my life so I would rather relegate him out of the picture and because of that we need to trust his word we need to expect that scoffers are going to come we need to constantly be aware of the intrusion of satan's gospel and satan's gospel is a gospel which he has been peddling from the earliest philosophers from the astrologers of babel all the way through the greek philosophical system the roman world and right to our present day and that is that everything is copacetic it's uniformitarianism there's been no intervention no cataclysmic intervention of a god things are evolving and uh Uh, mutating into better and better and and whatever species, that there is an impersonal God, if there even is a God, and that we all have animal ancestry, and we all got here by chance. And I remember one time, uh, one of those motivational speakers, uh, I think it was Rich DeVos or one of those said one time, he said, to believe in evolution is to believe that the jungles of Africa could produce a 747. You know what I mean? I mean, a 747, if you ever have seen the complexity of that monster, is very little uh, as complicated as we are. Our bodies are so much more complex than an airplane. And to think that this body that we have with the system and all that God has put together in us could have evolved, or any other animal, is like thinking that a 747 could evolve in the jungle. God's truth is that God has cataclysmically intervened in this planet, at the flood, and he's going to do so again with fire at the end, that he is the creator, and that he from nothing made everything by his word, that he is a personal God, He is neither distant nor is he absent, he is present, and that we have not animal ancestry, but we have as our ancestry, the very image of God, and that we not come here by chance. We're not a blob. If the high schools would like to lessen the number of teen suicides, you know, that's in the papers and it's in the news magazines and it's in all the sociological reports, and they say, teen suicide is such a problem. Stop telling them they're nothing, that they came from nothing, that they're mere animals, that they're going to nothing. When they removed the purposeful creation of God from the education system, they intruded it with the hopelessness of existential existence which is the reason why Ernest Hemingway killed himself and almost 40 years later to the day his granddaughter killed herself. What is there to live for if you're a protoplasmic blob of primordial soup that has nothing more than an ape imprint upon it? Well, not only resist the lie, we need to affirm our creator. We need to remember that he's a judge and against the wicked and cruel and dark world Noah's life and testimony shined and gleaming condemnation, black never seems so black as when white is put beside it, and that man of faith rebuked the whole world by his life, and just like we should rebuke our generation by our lives, we need to escape the fire, and I think that as we look at the flood, the saddest lesson is that people just haven't changed their attitude toward God uh, you might want to write down Matthew 24, 37 to 39. This is what Jesus said. For the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. In those days before the flood, which Jesus believed in, by the way, they were eating, they were drinking, they were marrying, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they did not understand until the flood came and took them all away. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. And it's so true. For me to stand up here and talk about a global cataclysmic judgment when God's going to unleash his wrath upon this planet is about as hilarious as uh, anything else that we could say from the Bible to the world in which we live. And so we should seek the Savior.